0: Welcome to the Encouragement Cafe with Luann and friends, where the conversation is always hot and fresh. Comfort food for your soul is always on the menu, and friends are close enough to hug. Pull up a chair. We've been waiting just for you.
1: Welcome to Encouragement Cafe. I'm Luann Prater. And I'm Teresa Mills. And Teresa, I know that there are times when my brain is going 150 miles an hour, (laughs) all in different directions, and I have a hard time focusing on one particular thing. Now, you are, (laughs) I know, over there laughing. I hear you. And you're like, sometimes, Luann, you're like that (laughs) all the time. (laughs) But here's the thing. When I'm in that kind of a mode... It's so hard for me to uh, lean in and listen, and I think that I'm not alone. It feels like when there's so much noise and clatter in the world, it's really hard to um, give someone the time they deserve when they're trying to speak.
0: Yeah, you know, it's very true, because I I don't think that you're alone. I wasn't laughing at you. I was laughing (laughs) laughing with you. (laughs) Whatever. (laughs) Because I believe a lot of us feel that way. And, you know, I think I think it's seasonal for some, like you go through seasons where it's just such a crazy life that we have. And it does become almost like a brain fog. And, you know, there are seasons of fatigue where you feel that way. And when you're in a situation to where you really still need to be listening to someone else, um, it can be difficult. But but it's so worth it if we can quiet ourselves. And sometimes it, it'll take just that. Oh Lord, you know I can't do this on my own. And to just really hear what somebody else, you know, needs for us to hear in that season. But I think mm. it's I think it's just as important to recognize those seasons where. We need to find someone to talk to, mm-hmm. that they can hear us, help us to clear our brains so that we can be really all there for those that are in a, a situation where God's designed you to be able to want to help. And it's it's troubling when your brain is so foggy, you're like, I, I don't even remember what the last sentence was they just said, <laughs> like, <laughs> Lord, help me.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, it's true. And I got to tell you, I am blessed to be married To one of the best listeners on the planet Um, Most times (laughs) Now now I I had to qualify that Because (laughs) there are times when I'm talking And I can see he checked out After about the second sentence (laughs) And his brain is on fishing or something else But 99% of the time I think this comes from years of being in. He was in retail management for 30 years. And then he went into banking and he was in banking for 14 years and retired. And I think that he developed the ability to truly listen. And he will, the way that he makes sure that he's listening to you is he asks great questions. Mm. And I think that's a sign of a really good listener, somebody that is engaging with you. Like uh, Some people can just go on and on and on, Mm -hmm. and they don't give you an opportunity to stop and ask a question that may make you dig a little deeper. And it makes me think of Proverbs 20, verse 5, where it says, a person's thoughts are like water in a deep well. But someone with insight can draw them out. Mm. So asking great questions, I think, is key to being a good listener.
0: Yeah, I agree with that. And, you know, there are times when someone just wants to talk and they just need to just share that. And then there are times when they are truly coming to you, asking you to listen because they're they're deeply troubled, and I believe that God can give those pivotal questions. In fact, I have a couple friends. <laughs> you're like, don't ask me that. <laughs> like, I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to think about that. But you know, they were really listening to you when they phrased that question back to you. Like, have you considered, or do you think what you're really feeling is? And I'm like. I don't know that I wanted to go that deep right now. I just wanted you to hear me. But like, no, you really don't want to stay where you are. You know mm. that you want, you know, you want resolution in this. And you can tell that they were absolutely listening. They were not listening with how they could respond back. They were listening with the intent of how can I be here for my friend? How can I listen to them? And whether it's something that God gives you as, you know, counsel or advice or, or whatever it is, but sometimes it's that question, like you said, that unlocks maybe what the deeper issue is that you haven't considered because your brain is in such a fog. and You need someone to listen enough to help help you dig a little deeper to get the clarity you really need.
1: Mm, so true. And in our world, especially in recent months, it seems like listening is such a rare art. And I know that There's a lot of shouting That's going on But not a lot of listening Mm -hmm. And I wonder today If we could just Have a few keys That we recognize I mean if we say Okay God I want to try These three things To help develop What you have created Us to do And and that's listen With uh, a godly ear And when When God gives us these little nuggets and these little tools throughout his word, he gives them to us on purpose so that we will say, "Okay, what's my role in this? And and one of those things about asking great questions to someone is also understanding that when we ask a yes or no question, right? We're really not engaging in a conversation. For example, if I just say, did you enjoy your meal, Teresa? (laughs) It's yes or no. But if I say, what was your favorite part about the meal today? You know, it just gives you an opportunity to say, you know, I love and then just start in. And I know that's very basic, but just learning how to ask questions that unlock a conversation is number one mm, yeah. in, in the key to listening.
0: Yeah, I think a big part of that, too, is I think a lot of people, all of us ask this question. Um, how are you doing today? Right? F- fine. Yeah. Mm hmm. You didn't a bit more really want to take the time to hear how that day had gone. You're expecting somebody to say fine or to answer it very quickly. And so part of that, of being a good listener, is recognizing that you have to carve out that time. It can't be uh, you expect somebody to answer a question in 10 seconds and move on. Mm -hmm. That was never your intent was to be that good listener. Your intent was to... Give the hey hello and move on. Mm-hmm. And really, we should define that conversation
1: uh, in a different way. If we really truly are in a hurry and we don't want to get in a deep conversation, then we just say, "Hey, you look great today." Give them a compliment and uh, and move on. But yeah. don't, don't don't ask the say question <laughs> exactly. Because here's the here's key number two. Learn how to ask. Open-ended questions, you know, learn how to care enough to ask good questions. But then key number two is tell me more. Because I can tell you right now, I have daughters, and and I know you have a wonderful daughter, Teresa. And Uh there are times when they're just scratching at the surface of something that's bothering them. And they may give you uh, a shallow answer, but if you sit there and you drink it in, everything that they're saying, and then you say those three words, tell me more, Mm. there's something that just happens. You can see it in their face, you can see it in their body language. Suddenly they're like, you really don't mind me talking? And telling you more you you really do have time for me right now and whether it's your daughter or your friend or your neighbor or somebody at church those three words can mean the world to somebody who's dying to have somebody listen
0: Mm, you're right you're right and it it is absolute proof that you want to engage with them. Like you said, it's not a a passing by kind of question. When you say, tell me more, I can just see you scooting up to the table, grabbing the coffee, and just giving them your undivided attention. Tell me more. You have, you know, in our family, we learned this the hard way, (laughs) but we also learned that that eye contact is so huge because I can be flippantly saying, "Uh, tell me more while I'm scanning my phone. And, you know, it's with the intentionality that you say that with the sincerity. Um, My kids and I recognized, unless mommy is looking at your eyes, I may not have heard you. I may have spoken to you and you may have been talking, but I may not have heard you. And so for it to be legit, did I see your eyes? Did you see my eyes? Because they could be playing a game and doing the same thing. But the eye contact. But when you lean in and you look into those eyes and you say, tell me more, or if you're on the phone, you can... You set aside everything else and you give that attention. Tell me more. I want to know more about the situation, about your life, about what's going on, about what's troubling you. And perhaps mm-hmm. they haven't thought to to even expound on it. Like I'm feeling so angry right now. Tell me more. Tell me what's mm-hmm. going on.
1: Well, today, as we talk about listening, it's almost as if we're starting this Basic Listening 101 Course and it seems So like uh, Elementary like Really do I need to Be talked to like this Well yeah I think we do Because if you look around you can see that There's a shortage of Ears (laughs) There's just a shortage of ears Everybody has a mouth But there are very few people that have Ears that really truly Want to hear so as we as we chit-chat around this Encouragement Cafe table today, the reason we want to talk about listening is because that is the bedrock, that's the foundation of what Jesus did, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, you think about every single person he encountered in the Bible, he always listened to what they had to say. You know, if they, if they were sick and wanted to be healed, if they were the woman at the well, whatever it was That life was giving them He wanted to hear from them Mm. When the woman that was That had the the Issue of blood That reached out and touched the hem of his garment He turned around and he said Who touched me? Mm -hmm. He wanted to know more And so that's why It's so key It's so critical To say okay I want to use both ears I want to lean in I want to understand who you are and what's happening in your life today.
0: Mm. You know, I don't think that's changed with Jesus. I think he still wants to listen to us. It's one of the beautiful gifts of prayer is that through him, we're able to talk to God. And it's amazing to me how infrequently sometimes we go to him when he's right there to listen to every need of our heart and, you know... I know that we kind of joke about this, but the truth is that God gave us one mouth and two ears and Mm -hmm. (laughs) he wants us to listen because when we go to him, he is definitely the example of the God who hears us when we pray. He listens intently. He's not distracted by everything going on. He's focused in on you and he sets the example for us so that we can be like that. We can listen to him. When we have mm-hmm. prayer, it's not just us talking. <laughs> it's, it's also listening. And, you know, the Bible tells us in James, it says, dear brothers and sisters, take note of this. Everyone should be quick to listen, slow to speak and slow to become angry. And, you know, we're not seeing that as much anymore. We're seeing people very quick to speak, very quick to be angry. <laughs> and, mm. and the Bible says, hey, you know, take this example from God. He is there. He invites us to come boldly to his throne of grace, to present our needs and our requests. He asks us to pray without ceasing. That's talking to him because he's listening. And I I really feel like it's an opportunity for us to take that time and take the example that he's given us to truly listen, not just to him, but to those that he brings into our paths. Mm. Absolutely.
1: I remember something that a friend of mine used to say all the time, wherever you are, be there. And he (laughs) would always lean in with saying, wherever you are, be there. And that meant to him, like, don't be on your phone. Don't be distracted by 15 other things. And so one of the things that we adopted for uh, our kids when they were little and now, For our grandkids Is we go around the table Every meal And we say Okay What was your high and low Hmm. Every meal That we're together And we try to do All of our meals together So they know That no matter how much They've Wanted to share All day And they've been Trumped out By their Uh, older siblings or cousins, you know, they they couldn't get a word in edgewise. They know that when we sit down at mealtime, we say, what was your high and what was your low? And we ask them, give us one thing, and then we can all kind of be part of listening and learning how to listen and how to share with one another. So they tell us what their very best thing was of the day, and what their deepest low was of the day. Wow. And it's so healing as we go around the room. Sometimes there's laughter. Sometimes there's tears. Sometimes we didn't even know something had happened. And all of a sudden, it opens up the conversation. So I think the third key in listening is creating space, Mm. creating that atmosphere where people
0: feel like they can truly open up. Wow, that is so good. It's definitely good within our families to do that with uh, your kids, your grandkids. I love that image, Luann, of their grandkids sharing that. I think those are going to be memories that they hold forever. But I love what you said about creating space and an atmosphere. And, you know, something happened uh, to me recently in in this whole season that we have been in of a couple that I had known for a very long time, but because of incidents in our nation, uh, just because we had different skin color, there was some real deep misunderstanding, misrepresentation and um, generalization. And I was kind of surprised to see it, but they, um, they reached out to me because they were connected enough to me to say, is this how this whole race feels? And I was kind of shocked by it. I said, but listen, I'll tell you what, why don't we meet together? I don't want to do this over a text. I don't want to do this over a message. Um, let's sit down. And I said, I want to hear you and I need you to hear me. Let's let's plan to do that. And it was amazing how we, we found a park. We each sat down and, and they felt like they could not be heard. And I listened. And they were so willing to also listen that there was some great, um, oh my goodness, great misunderstandings that were God just healed. And I could see things from a point of view that I couldn't before for them. Um, And they were able to see things from my point of view uh, and give them a different point of view than they were hearing anywhere else. And the love that was always there for, for us, we found was still there. There was just this, on their end, a complete misunderstanding of and in fact, entire race, but I was the person of a different skin color that they could talk to. And it wasn't just a one-sided conversation, which is not good, you know. But each party needs to be able to really hear. If I weren't able to really listen to their hearts and their hurts, I would have never been able to bridge that gap. God wouldn't have been able to bridge that gap just by a loving listen. Listen, it, it is such a key, whether it's your family, whether it's friends, or whether it's even people that you don't know super well yet, you have no idea how listening could bridge a gap that the enemy would just wants to try to divide. Absolutely. You know,
1: the best way to show people that you truly care for them is by paying attention to what they're saying. I mean, in their mind, attention, the attention you're giving them at the moment Equals love. Mm, Yeah. And when you are there, not letting them stop after just a quick, short phrase or two, you know how we said, you you say, how are you doing today? Fine. (laughs) If we stop allowing our sentences to just end with a little short snippet, and instead, Lean in and say tell me more I truly want to hear and, and you may Have to say that more than Once Yeah, you may have To just keep probing Because what that proves To that person is Oh you really Are willing to give me your time Right now you really Are willing to give me your focus Right now wow You mean you love me that Much that yeah. you want to, you want me to say this so that I can be heard and understood? And if we can do that, then we truly do live out Proverbs 20, verse 5. It says, a person's thoughts are like water in a deep well, but someone with insight can draw them out. Look, that's you, and that's me. We have the ability to look at someone and say, wow, I think they're carrying some thoughts deep down inside. Mm. And I want to be a listening ear. I want to have a loving response. And the next key is what you've already mentioned, Teresa. It's asking God to direct our our questions, to direct our mind as we see people that we encounter every day. I mean, we have to be asking for help because we can't do it on our own Mm-mm. and sometimes we think that we can save someone from what they're dealing with or going through and we cannot but we can point them to the person who can and that's jesus
0: yeah yeah i love when you when you said it. it is a sign of love when you really listen and you know if you've got kids you know that sometimes it's like you got to plow the ground. You really do. <laughs> like, let's plow the ground, and you know, let's talk about you know something else. Let them know that you are listening to what they're saying, and uh, to dig deep with that. But I feel like it's worth the investment because you know what it feels like when someone cuts you off and doesn't let you finish the sentence, or they're half listening. It feels disrespectful. It feels like they don't have time for me. Um, they don't value me or my time. And it's amazing how just the simple act of listening, giving them that eye contact, asking the simple questions like "Tell me more," asking God to to guide you and to lead you in the conversation, but to really let you hear. I think there's there's a difference between listening and hearing, but to really listen with ears and and full attention is a truly loving gift that we can give those. Who really need to share what's on their heart.
1: Mm. Well, I don't know if you needed this lesson today in Listening 101, but I know it's something that I need repeated over and over to myself because we all get caught up in our own things and our own stuff. Mm-hmm. And every once in a while, we need to just be reminded. That God is expecting us to treat others the way he treats us. And I promise you this, that God doesn't look at your race. He doesn't look at your culture. He doesn't look at your location. He doesn't look at your past. He looks at your heart. Amen. And he says, I am here to listen to you. And I want to encourage you today that if you've never received that kind of listening, then I want to encourage you now to just say a prayer to God and say, Lord, I'm looking for someone in my life who will show me the kind of love and care Mm -hmm. that I've been longing for. And maybe if that's you, he is right here right now. Leaning in, saying, I'm listening. I am always here for you. Listen, I love you. Mm. Teresa loves you. And we will be praying that God opens his arms to you as you reach out and spill everything that's down (laughs) inside because he's there and Mm. he's listening. May the God of hope give you the courage To encourage others. We'll see you back here next week. Thanks for joining us today
0: at Encouragement Cafe with Luann and Friends, where women gather, friends laugh, and hearts mend. Let's continue our conversation. Hop online, when you get a chance to sit down and breathe, at EncouragementCafe.com. Remember, this is God's ministry, so we ask for your prayers as we reach out to women in Jesus' name. We'll see you back here next week where we fill you up one cup at a time.